0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022, and this is day 1707 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you and thank you so, so much. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us of our sins, for having mercy and grace upon us, Lord, to continue to go forth and just start all over again. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to repent. I honor you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today today that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you so, so very much for tuning in. Today's message is, enjoy the moment. Yeah, many times we can be so consumed about the negative things going on around us that we miss those things that seem to be small but are really huge really really wonderful moments that slip right between our fingers that we just miss it and God is wanting us to savor every second and uh, glorify him and and thank him for it and relish the moment we're coming out of Luke chapter 5 verse 27 through 32 Luke chapter 5, verse 27 through 32. You know, and Jesus was going around and casting out demons and healing the sick and, you know, building his team. And uh, this is going to become uh, a team member. Uh, This is Matthew, the tax collector. So let's see what it says. It says, After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi, sitting at his tax booth. (laughs) Yeah, his tax booth. Now, uh, this was, so this Levi, for more about Levi, let me read out of my commentary, uh, was the disciple and author of the Gospel of Matthew. So, you know, he started off as a tax collector, and that was a very devious job <laughs> to say the least uh, they were considered um, uh, dishonest collecting they collected um, money from people they were um, looked up on as notorious sinners uh, they took from the poor I visualize them as movies to depict the mafia I don't know if it's really that way but You know how you have to pay them uh, a fee in order to operate your business. Well, the tax collectors were typically Jewish and they were taking from their own people for the Roman government and then taking extra for themselves. So most tax collectors were extremely wealthy because of what they were doing And, and the Jewish people could not stand them because of the way they were treating them and taking advantage of them. So, Jesus went out and he saw this tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. He left it all to follow Jesus. Verse 29, then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house. And a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. Listen, Levi, or Matthew, was so excited about his new life and his new friend, his new encounter with Jesus Christ, that he celebrated the moment. Isn't that something? He, He relished that moment. He was excited. He invited... The people he knew, and the people he knew were like him. <laughs> they too were tax collectors. And Jesus came. Jesus accepted the invitation. First of all, Matthew accepted Jesus' invitation. Ah, oh, Glory to God to to leave everything and serve the Lord. And then Jesus accepted his invitation to come to this banquet. Now, understanding that, right? So, some people say, I don't go to church. There ain't nothing but sinners up in there. (laughs) I just saw them at the club the other night. (laughs) Well, that's what the church is for, all right? The church is a hospital. Similar, that's what Jesus says. And uh, they come there to get healed. And, you know, if you are already righteous, then you don't need a Savior, well, every one of us, we're sinners. If we're not saved now, we're still sinners. <laughs> and that means we practice sin. As believers, you know, we sin sometimes, but it's no longer our paramount thing. <laughs> we don't practice it anymore. We practice love and joy and peace and kindness and gentleness and uh, pa- patience. Did I say patience. Self-control, all those things the fruit of the spirit, the character of Jesus Christ. That's what we do now. So let's go to our points. Point number one. Um, A few years ago, the Lord instructed me to create signs saying, do you need prayer? And Jesus loves you. Very encouraging signs, like poster board signs. And he instructed me, to stand on the corner by our church on 21st and Prospect. That's where I went at that time. And he said, do it at 6.30 in the morning. And it was cold. (laughs) It was just starting to get cold out. uh, Probably around this time, maybe October, November. And after I completed the podcast every morning, we did that every day. about a month. A very small group of us, my husband being one, (laughs) my mom, my auntie Joyce, uh, my friends Fred and Linda Jemison, and a couple of other people. Uh, And they came, uh, some came every morning, and some came as they were able. And it was one of those things where (laughs) It was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever encountered. I will say this, okay? It was actually, first of all, to actually do what God said, even though it was uncomfortable to my flesh. (laughs) I had to get up by at least 4.30 to get ready, drive 20 minutes to the church, set up the podcast, Then go outside, set up clothing, because we were giving away free clothing as well. Set up a rack of clothing. And God blessed us with many treasured moments that were amazing. So now, let me just paint this picture. I was going to go do it myself because I hate, you know, I would always drag my husband into stuff. (laughs) The Lord said, ask my husband too. And he said, okay. And that's one thing I noticed about my husband out of, you know, forty well, 49 years together, it be 45 years of marriage in June, that he might put up a fuss, but he does, he will go <laughs> with me. He will take me wherever I need to go when it's snowing and I don't want to drive or don't feel, he will drive me and pick me up. He's taken me to, you know, when I have had to do trainings in St. Louis, he will drive. He just, he's, he will always do things like that. He says, whatever you need me to do, I will do that. He drove me all the way to North Carolina and back. I offered to help. He didn't want me to <laughs> this year to my father's uh, funeral. And uh, it was just, you know, he is such a good man and he will do those things he might not like it at first at least this one he did and all the other things oh yeah i'll take you he's like you mean we gotta go to the church when you're used to doing that here at home you know from the podcast in your office i'm like yeah honey but the lord said and as soon as i said that he's like okay all right he's all about whatever the lord says too (laughs) And it was really different. Never in my life had I gotten a message like that. And not knowing what's gonna happen. We're just standing on the corner holding these signs up and uh and and first creating the signs. I'll never forget going into Walgreens, finding the paperwork, the corrugated paper and all the you know, markers and and uh, when we did it. And we got out there on those corners with our gloves and coats on. (laughs) People drove by, they honked, they waved. And I mean, it was early. It was a whole different atmosphere. It was extremely peaceful out. You would never think that Kansas City was one of those towns where there were killings going on and things like that. It was nothing like it was the most extremely peaceful time early in the morning. And there were people. Off to take care of business. So let me tell you about some of the encounters. There was a lady who had just started a new job and could not be late. The bus service was running very late. And as I'm standing on the corner, we're talking and she's getting frustrated. And she's like, I cannot be late. And I have to transfer and take so many different buses to get to where I'm going. And I'm trying to raise my children. You get to know the people. I got to know people within that time frame. And I said, well, hold on, hold on. Got with my husband, my mom. They agreed to take her to work that morning. Look at God. They took her to work. I stayed out on the corner. My aunt stayed there. And then there was this other man who would walk his son to school every morning. So he had to come down and walk him to the bus stop and then they'd get on the bus and take him to wherever his school was. And he would stop by and chat with us and pick out pieces of clothing, you know, that he, he and his son might've needed. And he was just always real cheerful. And the son, little boy, he might've been like six years old, just as happy. And they're walking down the street together, holding hands and laugh. It was just beautiful. And uh, he would come and get clothing off the rack. And uh, it was just awesome. And then there was like this other man that came by. And he said, you know, I'm I'm doing construction work. And I just need some things to, to work in. You know, because I'm messing up my good stuff. And I need some things. We're like, help yourself, sir. And I think he found boots and all kind of things. It was another amazing encounter. And then uh, there was... You know, we would say, You need prayer? Stop. We'll pray with you. Well, no one did for a while. And then one lady, which I saw her every day that I was standing on the counter because I got to recognize certain cars. And uh, she had like a Jeep or SUV type car. And she always had her kids in the car. And I remember her stopping one morning. She said, And she pulled over. She said, I need prayer. And I ran over to the car. And began to pray with her, tears streaming down her face, her children sitting in the back seat with their little uniforms on, ready for school, and they too were receiving that prayer and uh God did a work <laughs> and the woman said, "Thank you so much," and went on to work. I didn't have to know her business, I didn't know I have to know why just did what God said. My mom and aunt were on another corner praying for people and I will forever treasure those moments in my heart. It made a huge difference in my life. It helped me to enjoy every moment, not judging anybody, didn't care about what people did or where they came from, sitting on the corner with people that were, you know, maybe being prostituted, talking to them, praying with them. Uh, You know, one man, I would see him every morning walking down the street, and he shared with me a story about how either he had gotten shot in the head or had an accident, and he had to get brain surgery. And he was walking from 20-something, in Prospect, we were on 21st, so he may have even started way back up on 30th. I don't know. And walking all the way down to around 18th to the McDonald's. And he was so happy and cheerful. And I said, How are you doing? He goes, I am good. And that's when he shared a story with me. He said, I'm so grateful. He said, I am so grateful that I'm well and I. I'm able to walk and do these things because of what had happened to me. And he said, I go and I meet up with my friends at McDonald's every morning and we have coffee. (laughs) I said, that's awesome. It was a beautiful thing to see. Jesus, uh, let me get back to my notes here. (laughs) It's so powerful. This is what Jesus expects us to do. Love all people, no matter what their background, no matter what type of sin they're committing. That's between them and God. Our responsibility is to share the love of Jesus with them and enjoy every moment of the time together. Isn't that something? That's what Jesus did, sitting at the table for the banquet with a group of sinners in a group of thieves. <laughs> That's what we would call them. You know, the base upon the world standard. But God saw beyond that. He saw their heart. That's what the Lord wants us to see. I'll never forget. This was right around the time President Obama was getting ready to win the presidency. And here's how I remember. There was a big article on the Sunday Star, in the Kansas City Star. And there he was and guess who else was there we were there me and my sister's story my church story and it all started when a reporter came to our bakery and talked to us and about how we started the bakery and we were in Raytown at the time and then we started telling him about some of the struggles we were going through and started telling him about how my husband had several heart attacks and how I don't have insurance and how, you know, he does, but how we've struggled and my sisters shared some of their stories and I shared about how we love what we do in serving the community and uh, every Wednesday that we serve people in our community at our church. And everyone can come by and get a free meal and we have Bible study. And he was so intrigued by that story that he dropped, he forgot all about the bakery story. He included it, but he said, I want to come down and see what you're doing. We're like, okay. He came down and we're serving and there were lots of people. There were families, there were individuals, there were uh, women who were I always, I, I say women, we call them prostitutes. I say being prostituted, okay? And I'll share that with you one day why. But anyway, women there, men, you know, who some people would take a look at and think, uh, I don't have anything to do with them. Anyway, they were all there, all of us regular folks, and serving and eating together, breaking bread together. And the reporter said, so who's who? Who's the ones in prostitution? Who's the ones that are homeless? Who's this? Who's that? We said, we don't know, and we don't we don't care about that. Well, are they all at different tables or something like that? We said, no, we all sit together. We sit at different tables with the people and eat together. And he was so amazed. It was just like this silence that came upon him. He just stopped and paused and and then he began to relish the moment. He got out of his reporter stage and began to see what we saw, (laughs) the hearts of the people. And he took pictures. And then when that Sunday paper came out with President Obama on there as well, that he won the presidency, there we were as well on the front page of that paper sharing the story about what we do. And uh, it was a blessing. We weren't expecting that. We didn't want that. (laughs) But God allowed it to happen for a reason. And it blessed many souls. He was sharing stories about people doing things to help others. And it was several other stories in there. Ours just happened to be on the front page. To God be all the glory, right? What is God showing you? Why are you you not enjoying every moment? Are you being bogged down, weights of the world, feeling depressed, feeling attacked? God is saying, focus on the wonderful moments that slip through our fingers and then keep it in your memory bank because that's what's going to, you can repeat that over and over again in your mind and remember those moments. That's the beautiful thing about this mind God has blessed us with. You can go on a trip in your mind. You can change your mindset through what you feed it, what you're thinking. And that's what nobody can take that away from you. And that's what I do. And I think about those moments and it brings me great joy. And then I begin to focus on the moments right in my face. (laughs) And remember that God wants you to celebrate those If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. And listen, I would say this. In celebrating those, your healing comes as well because you are now not uh, weighing yourself down with depression uh, that the enemy tries to put upon us. and and, And so when we change our mindset to thinking the way the Lord would have us to think, then what automatically comes with that is healing, deliverance, freedom, all those things of the Lord come along with it. That's the manifestation of it. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is what happened to Matthew. Oh, glory to God. The angels are rejoicing all because of you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Men. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, Jackie Bikes Ministries.org, J A C K I E, B Like Boy, U Y C K S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. To learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Thank you so much for your support. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I. will talk to you later. Bye-bye.